Hi, and welcome back to Sunday School. Students, for our lesson today, you will need your Bibles. Lesson sheet number nine, it looks like this, and a pen or a pencil. Open up your Bibles to Matthew chapter 17, while I have a word with our parents. Parents, today we are studying the Transfiguration. We will answer this question. What did Peter, James, and John learn at Jesus' Transfiguration? The truth of our lesson is that Peter, James, and John learned that Jesus is God's Son, who came to die for all people. Jesus left the glories of heaven to be our Savior, so that we may live forever with him in heaven. Our response is to thank Jesus for coming to be our Savior, and we look forward to being with him in heaven. The at-home activity for today's lesson asks you and your student to discuss two things. First, the transfiguration, and second, about Jesus as your Savior. Students, let's begin with a prayer. Father in heaven, we were not there to witness Jesus' transfiguration, but help us through your word to see and learn what you wanted the disciples to see and learn. May the heavenly glory of Jesus be shown to us also. Amen. Have you ever seen something that transforms? Maybe when you think of something that transforms, you think of a caterpillar turning into a butterfly. Or maybe you think of a toy. It's called the transformer. This is a toy that changes from one form to another. You might have a battle guy, and then when you change its arms and legs, it becomes another toy. It's only one toy, but it's like having two toys in one. Transfigure. Do you know the meaning of this word? It has the same meaning as transform, to change from one form to another, to change into something else. Today, we will hear about an event in which Jesus was transfigured before his disciples. The disciples were eyewitnesses of Jesus, two figures or forms. In our lesson, as we learn more about this truth, we will answer this question. What did Peter, James, and John learn at Jesus' transfiguration? Our lesson today is from Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. Let's read this from the Bible together. After six days, Jesus took with him Peter, James, and John, the brother of James, and led them up a high mountain by themselves. There he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became as white as the light. Just then there appeared before them Moses and Elijah, talking with Jesus. Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here. If you wish, I will put up three shelters, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, 
a bright cloud covered them, and a voice from the cloud said, This is my son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell face down to the ground, terrified. But Jesus came and touched them. Get up, he said. Don't be afraid. When they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus. As they were coming down the mountain, Jesus instructed them, Don't tell anyone what you have seen until the Son of Man has been raised from the dead. Okay, let's turn to page 34 in your lesson sheet and start with God's Word 1. Question 1. Fill in the crossword blanks with the names of the three disciples who went up the mountain with Jesus. What were those three disciples' names? Yes, they were Peter, James, and John. So the easiest way to fill this in, John is a four-letter word, so put that across the top. Then use the J from John to write James, and then fill in Peter. Question two. On that mountain, Jesus was transfigured before the disciples' eyes. From verse two, list two ways that Jesus was transformed. So in our verse, it says the first way his face shone like the sun. And the second way, his clothes were as white as the light. Question three. Jesus has two natures, human and divine. Jesus is always both human and divine at the same time. Put an H in front of the sentence that tells about Jesus' human nature and a D in front of each that tells about his divine nature. So let's look at the following phrases. The first one, Jesus has a body of flesh and blood. Is that a human nature or a divine nature? Human nature. Jesus is holy and never sinned. Human or divine? Divine. Jesus is true God. Divine. Jesus is true man. Human. Jesus has power over all things. Divine. Jesus grew tired, hungry, and thirsty. Human. Jesus' transfiguration showed him in his magnificent glory. Divine. Good job. Although Jesus always remained true God, most of the time he did not allow his divine glory to be seen. These three disciples were truly blessed to witness Jesus' transfiguration. So our key point for section one, what did Peter, James, and John see when Jesus was transfigured? Peter, James, and John witnessed Jesus, divine nature, and heavenly glory.
God's Word Today 1. Another transformation. Read 1 Corinthians 15, verses 51 and 52, and Philippians 3, verses 20 and 21. Then let's answer these questions. So 1 Corinthians 15 says, Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound, the dead will be raised imperishable, and we will be changed. And Philippians 3 says, But our citizenship is in heaven, and we eagerly await a Savior from there, the Lord Jesus Christ, who by the power that enables him to bring everything under his control will transform our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body. So our first question asks us, who else will be transformed or greatly changed in the future? Yes, it will be all believers, including us. And when will this happen? On Judgment Day, when our bodies are raised from the dead and changed. We will see Jesus in heaven after we die. On Judgment Day, we will be raised from the dead. But if we are still living on Judgment Day, we will see Jesus coming again to judge the world and take all believers to be with him in heaven. And our last question, where will this happen? In heaven, yes. Our verse from Philippians says, our citizenship is in heaven. God's word too. Question four. The disciples were amazed when Jesus' appearance changed from looking like a normal man to showing his divine nature also. Why did Peter want to build three dwellings there on the mountain? Well, remember, there were two other people that appeared with Jesus on the mountain. Do you remember who they were? Yes, it was Moses and Elijah. Peter wanted to remain on that mountain longer, so he wanted to build three shelters or dwellings, one for Jesus, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. Question five. Luke also recorded this wonderful transfiguration event. Let's read from Luke chapter 9, verses 30 and 31. It says, Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in glorious splendor, talking with Jesus. They spoke about his departure, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. So our question asks, what did the disciples hear Moses and Elijah talk about with Jesus? Yes, they spoke of his departure and they spoke of Jesus' suffering and death on the cross, which would take place in Jerusalem. Jesus' suffering and death were foretold by Old Testament prophets. Jesus would also rise again on the third day 
and later ascend into heaven. Question six. Why was it important for the disciples to know that Jesus, true God and true man, had to suffer and die? Jesus was preparing the disciples for what had to happen to him so that the Old Testament prophecies could be fulfilled about the coming Savior. All of this had to be done. Jesus' departure, Jesus' suffering and death, and Jesus rising from the dead to pay for the sins of all the people. So our key point for section two, from Moses and Elijah's conversation with Jesus, what did the disciples hear about Jesus? Peter, James, and John heard that Jesus would suffer and die to fulfill the Old Testament prophecies about the Savior. So what was going to happen soon in Jerusalem? Jesus would suffer and die. Then he also would rise from the dead and ascend into heaven. And what did these actions fulfill? They fulfilled the Old Testament prophecies about the Savior. Let's continue on the top of page 35 with God's word today too. For you and for me, why are Jesus' birth, life, and death so important for you and for all people? Well, we have some sentences here and they don't make so much sense because all the words are jumbled together. So, I'd like you to pause the video now and draw lines between the words so that the sentences are readable. Come back when you are finished. Welcome back. Let's go over to the whiteboard and read our sentences together. As true God and true man, Jesus fulfilled all Old Testament prophecies about the Savior. Jesus lived a perfectly holy life. Then he suffered and died on the cross to pay for the sins of all people. Now I can be sure I will be with Jesus forever and experience all the wonders of heaven. All this is possible only because Jesus is my Savior. These sentences remind me of one of our memory treasures for this lesson. It's from 1 John chapter 1, verse 7b. It says, The blood of Jesus, his Son, purifies us from all sin. Because of what Jesus did, we have forgiveness of sins and eternal life. God's Word 3. Question 7. The disciples saw and heard Moses, Elijah, and Jesus. What else did the disciples hear and see? Well, they heard God the Father, who was speaking to them from a bright cloud that surrounded them. So they heard God the Father, and they saw a bright cloud. Question 8. 
What three things did God the Father say to the disciples? We find these answers in verse 5. Let's read it again. It says, This is my Son, whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. So the first thing that God said was, This is Jesus, his Son, whom he loves. The second thing, that God is pleased with his son. And the third thing, that the disciples should listen to Jesus. It is important to know that God the Father was well pleased with his son Jesus. It means that Jesus was doing perfectly the work of saving us. So our key point for section three, what message from God the Father did Peter, James, and John hear? God the Father called Jesus his son, whom he loves, and with whom he is well pleased. God's word today three, look around you. Look around the room where you are, find two things that you can use to show your thankfulness for Jesus saving work. Then draw a picture of each item and tell on the lines provided how you can use it to praise Jesus. So let's all pause the video now and look around the room where we are and see what we can find. You go find something, I'm gonna go find something. Come back when you're done. Welcome back. What did you find? What did you draw? What did you write? Let me tell you what I found. I'm in a Sunday school classroom, so I may not have as many things as you have around you, but this is what I found. I found the Bible. I can open the Bible and read it and study God's Word. Then I can take what I learn and what I've read and share it with others, encouraging others and bringing others to know who Jesus is and what he did for me by dying on the cross. I also found a hymnal. Now, I can open the hymnal and sing praises to God. Singing is another way to offer thanks and praise to God with song instead of spoken words. I can take songs I know and share them with others so that they too can learn about Jesus. What did you find and what did you draw and write? Let's turn to the top of page 36 and review what we've learned today. The aim of our lesson. What did Peter, James, and John learn at Jesus' transfiguration? The truth of our lesson from God's word. Peter, James, and John learned that Jesus is God's son who came to die for all people. The application, Jesus left the glories of heaven to be our savior 
so that we may live forever with him in heaven. And our response? We thank Jesus for coming to be our Savior, and we look forward to being with him in heaven. Good job. Go down to the memory treasure section of the sheet. It's in yellow. There we have four memory verses. Please look those up in your Bibles and write them down in the spaces provided. Also read through the second article of the Apostles' Creed. There are two memory treasure exercise questions that you can answer on your own. Your at-home activity today? Tell an adult in your family about what you learned about the Transfiguration. Then ask them to tell you how they feel about being saved by Jesus and why. Write their answer on your sheet and then read it back to them. Jesus looked like any ordinary man, but he also was God at the same time. In fact, if you met Jesus when he lived on earth, you wouldn't know that he was also God just by looking at him because most of the time, Jesus kept his glory inside. But as we learn today at Jesus' transfiguration, the disciples witnessed some of Jesus' divine glory. Can we still see Jesus' divine glory today? We can by reading about Jesus in the Bible. Just as it was good for Peter, James, and John to see Jesus' glory, it is good for us to see it in God's word. Let's close our lesson today with a prayer. Dear Jesus, may our hearts always be filled with thanks and praise for you. You are our dear Savior, our only way to heaven. Thank you. Amen. Until next time, have a great week. Bye-bye.